0: The Sound Kitchen. Mmm, yummy.
1: It's the Sound Kitchen.
0: Ooh, that sounds delicious.
1: Uh, You're listening to the Sound Mm,
0: Kitchen. Yummy.
1: And Susanna Wesley is cooking.
2: Bienvenue and welcome to the Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 3rd of September, the 246th day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. There are 119 days until the end of 2022. Let's start with a poem and not just any poem, oh no. A poem from Ibi Ronke oye Oyewole. Ibi lives in Lagos, Nigeria, and is a member of the RFI Listeners Club and the Radio Zeter Club. Ibi wrote, pen to paper, words sewn together, line by lines, rhyming ends. Showing the culture rhythmic in nature, Fulfilling the purpose used to propose for a brighter tomorrow. That's a poem. And E.B., it's a lovely poem. Thank you. Any other poets out there? Poetry is a welcome ingredient in the sound kitchen, so send yours in.
0: Hello, I'm Deva Kamal Hazarika from India, you are listening to The Sound Kitchen, and Susan Owensby is cooking. It's yummy.
2: Still to come, the listener's corner with a special guest, Olia's happy moment and The Sound Kitchen mailbag, but first the quiz. On the 16th of July, I asked you a question about an article written by our trusty RFI sports reporter, Paul Myers, about the Women's Africa Cup of Nations quarterfinals. On Bastille Day, the 14th of July, there was a very important match. The two teams playing were competing for a place in the semi-final as well as automatic qualification for next year's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand. You were to refer to Paul's article, Women's Africa Cup of Nations, South Africa, Nigeria and Botswana into quarters and send in the answer to this question. Which two countries teams played on the 14th of July, who won? And what was the final score? The answer is Nigeria and Cameroon. Nigeria won. The final score was Nigeria won. Cameroon, zero. Sorry, Cameroon. And congratulations, Nigeria. In addition to the quiz question, there was the bonus question. What did you think about last night as you were falling asleep? Lots of great answers, which we'll read to you a bit later on the Listener's Corner, so don't touch that dial. The winners of this week's quiz are... Abu Saleh from Rangpur, Bangladesh, who is also the winner of the bonus question, What did you think about last night as you were falling asleep? Abu Saleh said he was thinking about a book he'd just read by the famous Bangladeshi writer Humayun Ahmed. Abu, which one? I'd never heard of him until you wrote, so I looked him up, and yes, very famous. Listeners, in addition to novels, Humayun Ahmed was a screenwriter. His Wikipedia page says that between 1990 and 2005, one out of every three films were written by him. So yes, I guess the entire country knows him. Wikipedia mentions three novels, Kotau Kunai, Aj Rabibar, and Sraban Meger Din, and Stop Laughing, I know I have totally mispronounced all of that, Wikipedia says those three novels are still regarded as masterpieces by the critics. Which should I read, Abu? Also on the list of lucky winners this week are RFI Listeners Club members of Vladimir Gudsenko from Moskovskaya Oblast in Russia. Tapan Basak, who's the president of the Xylophone Radio Listeners Club in West Bengal, India, and Shaun Hossein, the president of the Rangdahanu Betar Shrota Shongol Club in Rajbari, Bangladesh. Last but certainly not least, there's RFI English listener Jimmy Johnson, who's a member of the Radio Zeter Club and lives, like our poet Ibi, in Lagos, Nigeria. Jimmy added this to his answer. Let your light shine brightly so that others can see the walls of their barriers and therefore their way out of the darkness. If you light a candle for someone else, it will also brighten your path. I have always found that to be true. Thanks, Jimmy. Congratulations to this week's winners and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. (laughs) Earlier this week, RFI English journalist Amanda Morrow wrote an article, French businesses put on notice as threat of power rationing looms, about a very important meeting held by MEDEF. MEDEF is France's largest employer federation, to put it plainly, it's the association of the country's business leaders, the so-called captains of industry. France's Prime Minister Elizabeth Bourne spoke at the event. She warned, as Amanda wrote, and a quote, that businesses, not households, would be the first affected by potential electricity rationing ahead of the winter, end quote. Here's your question. What does Prime Minister Bourne expect French businesses to do by October? Again, what did France's Prime Minister Elizabeth Bourne tell the members of MEDEF that she expected them to do by October? Reread Amanda's article, French businesses put on notice as threat of power rationing looms, and tell me what France businesses are expected to do by October. To help you with the answer, you can find Amanda's article on the Sound Kitchen page on our website, rfienglish.com. It's also on the Sound Kitchen and the club's Facebook pages. If you've been listening to the Sound Kitchen for the past month or so, you know there is now a bonus question every week. If, in addition to the answer to the week's quiz question, you take the time to answer an additional question you'll be eligible for an extra gift. There's only one winner each week for the bonus question. The bonus question for this week is, sorry men, for the women. The question is, what would you do if you were a man for a week? And what would your name be? (laughs) Answer this week's bonus question. What would you do if you were a man for a week? And what would your name be? along with the week's regular quiz question, and you'll be eligible for an extra gift. You have until the 26th of September to get your answers in. Be sure to tune in on the 1st of October to see if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a Ms. a missus, or a mister. I don't wanna get it wrong.
1: Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service at rfi.fr. You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone. Dial plus 12 That's plus 12 9682. Always include your postal mailing address and if you have one, your RFI club membership number.
0: This
2: is the Sound Kitchen and Susan Owensby's cooking. Time for the Listener's Corner, where you'll hear your fellow listeners' answers to the weekly bonus question. The bonus question answered today is, what did you think about last night as you were falling asleep? And I have a special guest right here in the studio with me. He's, however, playing cricket (laughs) with Thibaut, our engineer, behind the microphone, Welcome, welcome, Michael Fitzpatrick.
1: Thank you very much. Pleased to be here.
2: Okay, so let's get on to these answers. Traveling. Arnatim wrote I had a nice trip to Latvia and Lithuania last month. That trip was so wonderful that I continued to travel in my dreams to Finland, where we went with friends last year. Perhaps this is a sign to take another trip in the coming colorful autumn. I would definitely take that as a sign, Arna.
1: Well... Tatiha Saleh was also planning some travels in her head before she fell asleep, as was uh, Mohammed Nasir, who was thinking about his first trip to Ghana. So how was that, Mohammed? Both uh, Rahin Ali and uh, Jobayadar Akhtar Jai were running over some childhood memories. Saleh Likon was thinking about football, It's reasonable. Tasnim Saleh was remembering a new film. And Raja Khatun was thinking about her garden. Mohamed Askan, however, was counting sheep. Well, we hope it didn't take too many flocks before you finally dropped off, Muhammad.
2: Then there's the romantics amongst you. Both Yeyame Sande, John Touré and Mohamed Likan were thinking about their girlfriends. And the practical amongst you, Shahanaj Sati was thinking about her day and planning the next day's tasks. Saidul Islam was thinking about his office. And Sejad Hossein was thinking about how to reduce his living costs. On the same note, Mahesh Jain wrote, I was thinking about the price rise of daily essentials and how inflation is becoming the new normal for me. And I think it's the same for most everyone. It's the daily nightmare of every middle-class person. The government seems to be insensitive, which is making the situation worse. The divisionary tactics of governments make them win every time. They justify their every wrongdoing with electoral wins. I wish soon this everyday struggle for common people comes to an end. And after a hard day's work, we can sleep peacefully without thinking of tomorrow's bread. Amen, Mahish. I hope so, too.
1: Well, everyone has to start sending healing vibes in the direction of Rabea Begum. Uh, She wrote that as she fell asleep, she was thinking of her mother, whose health at the moment is sadly very bad, and uh, Rabea is very worried about her. Well, we're all sorry here at the Sound Kitchen, Rabea. We hope your mother is not suffering too much, and of course that you are neither.
2: We'll close out the listener's corner with the thoughts of the philosophical amongst you. Radhakrishna Pilai N. wrote that every night before he goes to sleep, he wishes for the next day to be a better day. Father Stephen Wara was thinking about the mass the next day, especially the prayerful intentions, which are a part of the service. And Rasha was, uh, quite simply, thinking about heaven. Finally, Jayanta Chakrabharki wrote, The comfort and silence of the night is perhaps the most ideal setting for one's thoughts to run wild. As I was falling asleep last night, I felt happy and proud contemplating the good things I'd done during the day. I also tried to recollect the things that never got off well and where I failed to succeed the way I wanted. I also thought, rather philosophically, whether I will be among the lucky to see the dawn of a new day and be able to do the newly planned things with vigor and enthusiasm. Let's hope that for all of us. Thanks, everyone, for participating, and many thanks to my wonderful colleague, Michael Fitzpatrick, for helping with the Listener's Corner. A pleasure.
1: This is The Sound Kitchen.
2: We had several letters in the Sound Kitchen mailbag from members of the Radio Zeter Club. It may well be because, as Radio Zeter member Dr. George Habib Musa from Banjul the Gambia wrote, and I quote, I call all listeners of your program to celebrate the 35th anniversary of the Radio Zeter Club with us. We are committed to improving the state of the world by awakening the mind of individual members of society i am a dreamer dreaming is like traveling into another reality to bring things into this reality then dr musa quoted george orwell it is not so much staying alive it's staying human that's important what counts is that we don't betray each other amen to that and happy anniversary to the radio zeter club There was also a letter in the mailbag from Najimuddin, the president of the RFI International DX Radio Listeners Club in West Bengal, India, who I am pleased to remind you was the very first Anglophone RFI club. Najim wrote, I would like to inform you that the RFI International DX Radio Listeners Club observed the 76th Independence Day of India on the 15th of August. We organized a listener meetup with Azadi Ka Amrit Mahotsav which means the elixir of energy of independence and is the initiative to celebrate and commemorate our years of independence from the British Raj and the glorious history of India's people, culture and achievements. Within the Azadi Ka Amrit Mahotsav initiative is the Hargar Tiranga campaign, which we also worked on. The Hargar Tiranga campaign is meant to inspire people to put India's national flag, the Tiranga, in every house. Najim posted photos of the club's event on the RFI English Club's Facebook page. Be sure and take a look. And many thanks Najim and all the members of the RFI International DX Radio Listeners Club for keeping us up to date on your club's activities.
3: This is The Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. Time to get happy with Ms. Olia Horton. Just take a pinch of inspiration, a bunch of good vibes, a drop of creativity, and sprinkle it with sunshine. And there you have the perfect recipe for a happy moment. Hello, Sound Kitchen listeners. Olia Horton from the RFI English team. I hope you are well. This month's happy moment is dedicated to the ocean and the central part it played in my invigorating summer vacation. I flew across two oceans, the Atlantic and the Pacific to share a special moment catching up with family members I hadn't seen since the start of the COVID pandemic. And I'm sure many of you could identify with this situation. I had the opportunity to spend some time exploring the waters around the Whitsunday Islands a chain in the middle of Australia's Great Barrier Reef, which is a tropical paradise spanning over 2000 kilometers of the country's northeast coast. And this was thanks to some careful planning on behalf of my parents who have for the last 15 years made a point of getting to know the region with their small sailboat. It was in this vessel that I was introduced to a whole other universe and I was grateful to experience life at a different pace, one dictated by tides and wind directions, the sun and the moon. Although I grew up near the ocean, hearing the crash of the surf on the shore, feeling the stickiness of sand between my toes and the smell of dry salt on my skin, I have gotten out of touch with these sensations while living in Paris. I was reminded how much being near the ocean makes me happy. Suddenly, I found myself squinting into the bright turquoise water to get a glimpse of whales and dolphins, stingrays, turtles, and even reef sharks of different spots and stripes. A magical world in which you feel very small and very humble. Although protected under the UNESCO Heritage Program, this fragile ecosystem has come under pressure from global warming and intense economic activity. You've probably heard of coral bleaching. Well, this has been a big problem for the reef in past years, brought about by water temperatures increasing. However, the coral has in places shown signs of recovery and all is not lost. But the future of this amazing natural heritage site hangs in the balance. As I gazed at the beautiful colours and shapes of the coral and the dozens of types of fish, I felt incredibly happy and at peace. But I also thought to myself how awful it would be if all this disappeared forever. It was a wake-up call. What about you? Do you have a happy moment or an experience to share with your fellow Sound Kitchen listeners? Don't be shy, you can send them to the Sound Kitchen or get in touch through Facebook. You can leave a message on the Sound Kitchen answering machine, or you can go ahead and record your happy moment and send it to us in an email. All the addresses and phone numbers you need can be found on the Sound Kitchen page of our website, RFIENglish.com. When you record, just make sure you hide under a blanket. It makes for better sound quality. That's all from me this week. Thanks for listening. I'm Olya Horton. Enjoy your weekend. Bye for now.
2: Thank you, Olya. You can hear Olya's happy moment on the first Saturday of every month. Okay, my friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the sound kitchen. And keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many thanks to Thibault Badwell for putting the show together. And thanks to you for listening. Be sure and tune in next week for the answer to the question about the Creole created by the Bouchenegue in French Guiana. The Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind, and stay in touch and stay safe, my friends. Erwan is off this week, so Olia chose the music to end the show. She wants to share a very 70s-sounding song with you called Reach Out. It's written and performed by the singer-songwriter duo Sophie and Stevens and Angelo de Agustin. When I teased her about her old lady taste, this is what I was listening to as a young woman before Olia was born, she told me why she likes it. She said, It's a beautiful melody, for a start, simple and timeless. I heard it on the radio while I was out riding my bike, and I felt really good that day. So the song's relaxed and uplifting vibe just stayed with me. I think the title Reach Out sits nicely with this idea of connecting with whatever it is you're doing, being in the moment, and that's how I felt during my ocean-bound holiday. So here it is, listeners, Reach Out, written and performed by and Stevens and Angelo Agustin. Thank you, Oya, for taking me back to my youth. It is lovely. Enjoy, everyone. Talk to you all next week. I
0: have a memory of a time and place where history resigned. Now. The light came to form in my mind Reach out, reach out to all the ones who came before you Ponder what is right, you and I in defiance Speak out, speak out the conversation they afford you And we'll be torn apart You are me, unafraid. I know, but, but I've changed my way Reach out, and all at once the pain destroys you. Reach out, reach out, and all at once the pain destroys you. All